I was listening to your podcast this week for the first time, and it only took me five minutes to realize, yeah, these guys are winging it for sure. Like five <laughs> minutes in, like, yeah, that tracks. Oh, man. I love I'm, I'm big fans of you guys. I like, I think the thing I like most about your podcast is that it reminds me of conversations I overhear at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's <laughs> like it's only interesting to chubby guys who chose fantasy football over their girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> that's the market we're going for. So is that yeah, is that market. your segment? Welcome to Wing It, presented by Wingman of the Year. Max, I am back on the new New York Knicks bandwagon hard. I left the bandwagon when Carmelo Anthony came to the team. But I'm back on, and I got to see, if we go to my Winging It top five, throwback to that, my Wing It top five list for top people I want to interview. I forgot where he was on there. I think it might have been number one, right? Gary Vaynerchuk saw him at the Knicks 76ers game. Amazing, Max. I was more interested in Gary V than the game, but I'm back on the bandwagon. Okay. That's that's all valid points all around. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I still RIP Sonics. That's my go-to. Um, and then I always say I'm a casual Nets fan. But the Knicks, dude, when they had their team in the playoffs this past year with uh who you have, you had uh is Ingram on there? Julius Randall. Randall, right? Yep, Randall, D Rose. I thought they were Barrett, Kemba Walker. Barrett. That's who it Barrett. My bad. Yeah. No, I like the squad. Squad's chippy. I like it. Uh, but Gary V, dude, now it's funny. It's full circle. I talked to him on the phone and you saw him in the like flesh. So that's like, we pretty much know yeah. him. It blew my <laughs> mind. Like, I feel like as we're doing this, I'm not getting starstruck as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Gary V, that is, if I could talk to one fucking person and have a conversation with them, it's him. And I, I don't know. I don't really like the fanboy, but I, I guess I kind of do. And Gary V is is a man's man. He is like the entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is hot in the streets. And honestly, I kind of modeled some of this company after him, like with the wingman stuff. You know, he's always talking about – uh you can have uh, empathy and you could still still be like an alpha male. You know what I mean? Being an alpha male doesn't mean you have to be a fucking dickhead or anything like that. Right. So I've taken a lot of that DNA and he's actually even convinced me to like start a business. Cause I used to listen to him. I've been listening to him for what? Like six years at least, mm-hmm. maybe seven. And I, li- I listen to his podcast. Why I started podcasts. That guy's like, everyone should have a podcast. You should be doing this social media. Yeah. That's, Wingman of the Year was kind of birthed by Gary Vaynerchuk. Let, let's give him some credit. No, I would agree. And actually, I, I wouldn't have known about uh, Gary V without you because it was, I think, you and um, I know the plug that we don't should plug all the time. But anyway, you and Gabe were sharing content. That's when I first met Gabe and starting to meet you. And uh, yeah, before then, I didn't know jack shit about Gary V. And then I got hooked. So uh, yeah, shout out to Gary V. And literally, the way this company's built was, I feel like definitely. DNA is strung through the company with that. 
it's funny because I now I go out to the bar with like some friends or something. I just talk about wingman of the year, but before wingman of the year was a thing, I would be like taking people's phones and like, dude, you need to follow this guy. I'd be a wingman back now. I'm like, you need to follow Gary Vaynerchuk if you're into any sort of like business shit, motivation, working out. You need to follow this guy. You need to listen to him. So if you're listening to this right now and you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, go check that motherfucker out. He'll make you want to run through a wall. He'll make you feel like a piece of shit about yourself. But only if you're unhappy with your life. He he speaks to the masses and whatnot. He's all about just being fucking happy, finding that thing. And that's what Wingman of the Year is for me. I just want to be happy. I want to hang out with the boys, have a couple beers, go to football games, talk on a podcast, and have fun. And Trying to find a way to get paid to do that and make a business model out of that sounds far fetched, but it's really not with how the internet is today. It's pretty amazing. Oh, fucking is. I think it's <laughs> there's a lot of things he speaks truth to, and um, one day we'll we'll meet him in person. So and have a real conversation, not just like a, hey hi. He's like hi. Yeah, it, it was eye opening because it kind of made me like nervous. I'm like, oh my god, what if I got a chance to ask him like a question? I'm like, oh my god, like. Because it'd be like quick and passing, and he's like everyone's coming up to him. I that's something I hate. Is like I feel bad for celebrities because everybody mauls them. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it was kind of like a kick in my ass. Like fuck, I am not doing enough. This company's not where it should be. So a little bit of self reflection. Uh, but it's gonna be good for Wody. Uh, did Can't the Knicks get the dub? They got the dub. There was a lot of players out on the Sixers, but we beat them a couple weeks ago or a couple games ago when they had that when they were at full strength. So. Nice. Take dubs where you can get them. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, great game uh, on the Knicks bandwagon hard. Knicks Rangers, uh, Giants got the dub last week. Shout out so, to that. My fandom's all right right now, but it's, I'm sure it'll take a decline. They like to let me down. But <laughs> we'll start We'll start a sports podcast where we talk about the Giants someday, but we're not there yet. we got to focus on winging it. <laughs> I, I agree. That'd be fun, though. But, Max, we got to talk about – some Wody stuff. Wody verse. Um, what the fuck do we call it? Uh, Wody Roundup. Wody Roundup. Love it. We just, I love our segments. We just put wingman in front of everything. Yeah. And for those of you, if you don't know what Wody is yet at this point, it's wingman of the year. Yep. Right behind me. Accurate. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. Don't make me repeat myself. And don't be afraid to send us the DM because we love hearing from you guys. We love you, wingers. But Wody Roundup, Max, talk about the vlog and the success it's having already. Dude, it's crushing it. Uh, we're probably close to 300 views at this rate, probably in the 260. That's good for us. It, it doesn't sound like a lot to some people. You know what? I feel like we, um, we're we doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like working on press kits and stuff. And I'd rather be honest with our numbers because you know what? It's a goal for us to grow. And I think people are going to respect us that we're willing to take pride in our our following as loyal as it is for when it blows up. They'll know that we are true, like rags to riches kind of story or that we at least put in the effort we grinded, you know. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely want our higher performing videos on YouTube. We won't go too much at nausea. I mean, we got at least three weeks of content of us talking about Exotica. You can watch. We'll find. Yeah, last episode we talked all about it. The yeah. vlogs there. It's all over our social medias. But not Max, I like what you said. Bonus this thing though, I was gonna say real quick. I'm sorry, yeah. is that if you are interested though, we're rolling out a bunch of interview clips that didn't make the vlog. So there's partials. These are gonna be the full interviews with some of the performers, 
couple companies that didn't make the cut that we're going to talk about. And uh, they're pretty cool shit. So check it out. It's on our Twitter, some of them. And eventually by hopefully next week or two, they'll all be dumped on YouTube. So check that out. Yeah, Let me interrupt, Hunt, but I'll let you take it from here. There, there's a really good one, Wingers, of Max interviewing a guy that owns a company of life-size sex dolls that talk back to you. They move. You got AI programming. Fucking fascinating. We might get that guy in the show. Wingers, I'm sorry if we have too much sex-based stuff. But the numbers tell us that you like it. And I don't know what to do with that, Max. <laughs> I think we find a balance. But you know what? We're finding a good balance. It's definitely, we are confident enough to say that adult sex work should have a pillar in this company and be highlighted for the good it is and not shit on or taken advantage of and then throw it at the side when we get success. So we'll stand firmly on that because Wingman's all about hooking up. Yep, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, these videos are going to live forever on the internet. And being honest with the numbers and whatnot i'm hoping people look at us for like inspiration like we look at some other companies they're like oh like we want to do media <laughs> i hope they right. can go back and look at us like they were at a hundred subscribers and they didn't quit and the number was lower than that even or they have this many followers like shout out billy floyd former guest of the show fuck the following count keep making great content keep interacting with people Build that following. Following is important in some aspects of life, but don't let it stop. Don't let it make you quit. That's an important thing. So I, I hope people come back to this. Hell, I might clip this because that's my new favorite thing to say is clip that shit. We might clip this, actually. It's so weird. I'm looking in the future. Like, I could see myself editing this. Yeah, I think oh will. Dude, that's trippy as fuck. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, we should do an episode where we uh, trip on shrooms. You, I feel like you might have a hookup for that. <laughs> I, I know some mushroom guys. I got, <laughs> I got some. Uh, shout out. I don't know if he makes funky mushrooms, but uh, uh, the mushroom shop made him some t-shirts with my side business and whatnot. So shout yeah, out the mushroom shop. Shiitakes, portobellos. I don't know, but he probably has some good shrooms though. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we, we can make it happen. Um, let's make sure we're full time first, so you don't get fired from your full time job. Okay, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> but we're going to clip that. I, I can see the future now. It's amazing. It's a talent I have. I, I'm happy where, where we are, Max. I agree. I it, think there's a, lot of stuff behind, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes people don't know, and I'm excited for when that comes public. So I know. we. It, you keep preaching this thing, ABC, always be creative. Let the camera roll. If it doesn't make the cut, it doesn't make the cut. And, like, behind the scenes stuff, I – I hope people find this entertaining. The behind the scenes stuff, like some of those interviews that we did at Exotica, some of them, I know some of the ones I did personally, were fucking awkward as shit. <laughs> but the beauty of editing is you can make it look however you want. You could take out what you want. And they actually looked good in the vlog. So, yeah. Props to yeah. us. <laughs> Love editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, what do we, we want to do more vlogs. I hope everyone's subscribing and watching these vlogs. Wingers, let us know what you want us to do in the future for future vlogs. Uh, comment. Comment below. We're open to ideas, any and all ideas. But, Max, what do we got planned for the future? Um, I actually got to give a little shout-out to our boy Chris, the producer, the vlog master. You know him. But Chris Persons has some ideas that we've been talking about. Um, and one of those is kind of incorporating with a charity. 
Uh, just out of respect of making sure we have the final details. We have one in mind, but we just want to make sure all the, you know, everything's signed, everything's good. But we want to incorporate during the holiday season about helping out. You know what I mean? It could be something simple as soup kitchen, uh, Christmas funds, toys for tots, whatever. There's a bunch of different things that you can help out with. And we're going to try and find a way to incorporate for the holiday season. Uh, Chris is going to be a big help with that. So shout out to him. But yeah, that's one vlog we have coming up. And I feel like we want to incorporate some other holiday stuff. Um, we're just some cool ideas, but there's stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah, there is. Um, I'll give a, a future one that I think is going to be a hit. If any of you follow me personally on Instagram at Hunter Wody, W O T Y, check me out. You see that I've been curling on Tuesdays in particular. I joined a curling league. Yes, that Olympic winter sport where they throw the little rocks. It's like shuffleboard on ice. Amazing sport. It's my new favorite sport. Um, it's going to be my old man sport. Fuck golf. Like, it's way too hard. Curling's where it's at. It's still pretty hard, but a lot easier than golf. Uh, we might actually do a vlog where we get all the Wody guys and uh, maybe some uh, special guests. We want to start incorporating people from out of the network that uh, – you know, uh, reward people like former guests of the show, people that collab with us and give some other people some camera time because we're wingmen, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's cool. I can see we definitely want to incorporate curling, but I think if we can play our cards right, it might be a little bigger. So that'd be awesome. But yeah, that's something to check out too in light of uh, the upcoming Winter Olympics. So uh, shout out to that. Yeah, we, you got to go with the trends if TikTok's taught me anything. So we're going to follow the trends. We're going to get ahead of it. I can see that being a success. Uh, YouTube, we're kind of thriving on right now. So, And it's thanks to you, wingers. Make sure you're sharing this with people and that you have been. So this is amazing that you keep us going. So we appreciate your support. But, Max, everyone's favorite segment, winging it, unwinging it. We're all just winging it, you know. They're just winging it like everybody else. I'm all for winging it, but this is crazy, man. Max, what is your oh, wait? Who went first last time? I know we were. Uh... All right. Um, yeah, I, I think, think I go did. first. Oh, you go first. Okay. Oh, fuck. Wait, no, wait, no, you go first. Sorry. Yep. Okay. All right. So my winging it topic, this is before we get an interview. We're going to roll into our interview after, which is fucking my favorite interview we've ever done. My winging it topic, Max wingers. You ever think about breathing? Like, like, see, I'm fucking everyone up right now. <laughs> I have to think to breathe now. It's an involuntary thing. Yeah, there's times I've had that. But now everyone's conundrum. like, I got to remember to breathe. It's, it's the craziest thing. Like, you don't have to remind yourself to do it. You just do it. But then when you think about it, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Like, are you sucking in breath right now? Like, thinking about it? It's it's funny. You think about your nose. You're like, okay, like go in, go out. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I've had those self conscious moments where you're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like, oh fuck, like I got to remember to breathe for the rest of my life. But then, like within five seconds, it's just out of your head. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. What are some other involuntary things like that? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't. Know. I feel like me knowing when to like go and stop peeing like stopping your flow i feel like that's involuntary because if you have to think about stopping you're gonna get all dribbles on your pants like you know what i mean 
Like that's yeah. It's like instincts are kind of the craziest thing. I could probably do a whole podcast on fucking instincts, animal instincts. It's insane. Like I don't like we just know to do things, right? Or like kind of like oh, you should like walking. You ever have that one? You're like oh god, like right. I gotta take a step here. Yeah, that's another one. Like you're walking, you're not consciously all right. Right foot forward, left foot forward. You're yeah. just doing it. It's like, oh my God, they're doing it on the road. And then once you start microanalyzing it, then you're like, why do my knees feel funny? Right? You just start like analyzing. Or yeah, like, what do I do thing? with my hands when I walk? Like, <laughs> that's a constant thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, now walking's another one, man. You really think about, you're putting little effort into telling those things what to do. Your body's just doing it. And it's doing so much when you think about it. All the effort. Max. Max. Did we take the mushrooms on this episode or a future episode? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is definitely some uh, stoner talk. Dude, this is <clears throat> I. This is what I love. This is why I love podcasting. I like talking about shit like this, making people think. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not Joe Rogan, but <laughs> you're you're uh, you're Rogan Joe. I don't know. I'm just kidding, but yeah, yeah. I feel you. All right. Uh, Side sideshow Bob. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. <laughs> uh, All right. What's Topic. Well, it's funny you say that. We uh, sure as shit, I'll be honest. We do not tell each other our thing before we're going in. So mine yeah, is a mine's another life. breathing nasally thing, right? So if you probably can tell, I have a little bit of a sinus infection going on. But it hit me, right? You kind of go down the path, like who may have got you sick, whatever. You may or may not know. But a story that I have with this without saying names is that at work, somebody said that they had allergies but end up having a head cold, and I think that's what transferred. Here's my hot take. Unless it's spring or you're one of those people that just get allergic to everything, I know there's a rare minority, but for the most part, if you say you have allergies and it's not springtime, you're fucking lying. You have a head cold. You're calling them out. I'm calling them out because I've never – when are you going to have – unless it's like, okay, you have a dust allergy in the basement, but if you're just existing – and you'll have like your chromosomes, like, you know, I mean, like something where you have an allergy issue or whatever. Um, I get springtime, right? Things are growing and things. But once like late summer hits, you know, like at that point, it's probably an illness. You know, it I always forget when allergy season is. I know it's like spring, but like when does it officially kick off? Is it like fucking March? Is it April? So is it depends it on where you are. I feel like I get the worst treatment. Like I get the worst hit on allergies from like mid-May to like mid-June. Um, a little throwback to people know me. I used to work with my dad and did craft shows, but there was the festival, you would know the, uh, Larac festival in Glens Falls. We would do mm -hmm. that show. And that was like, usually the second, no third weekend in June, like this around father's day. And, um, I would always get wrecked in that park, Crandall park, get fucking <laughs> wrecked in that little like area by Are the library. What's that? Are you drinking four loco or something? No, I was just getting wrecked by like the lavender bushes in like the library square or some shit, dude. Like I allergies would kill me. I just have a vivid memory of like, God, why is like my body hating me today? But um, yeah, yeah allergies no. are weird. But I do. I think sometimes people get sniffles, and there's because obviously with COVID and stuff, I understand the heightened alert with health, and you want to be healthy. I'm not trying to diffuse it, but sometimes you kind of do the gut thing where it's like it shows a sign of weakness if you admit it. You're like, oh, it's allergies. It's like no, bro. You got uh, you got whatever strand of this year's head cold is coming around. Yeah, right. No, you're right. There's probably a lot of pride in that, like saying, like, oh, I got a weak immune system. You know, <laughs> I've dropped it. I've dropped it too. I'm guilty, but it hit me recently. I'm like, you know what? 
unless it's spring, you probably don't have fucking allergies. So, Max, I don't get sick a lot, but when I do get sick, I get very fucking sick, like bedridden. Ooh, not doesn't happen a lot. But uh, I don't get sick because I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm sure some people can agree with me. I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Big Mountain Dew guy, okay? I don't know if a lot of you know, there's orange juice in Mountain Dew, okay? Orange juice has vitamin C. You're welcome. That's how I stay healthy. Mountain Dew keeps you healthy. Okay. Yeah. I believe it's, you're the vitamin C. It's it's a very interesting distribution system to your body. I don't know if it actually says on Mountain Dew that it has vitamin C in it, but it is at least used to. I haven't checked the back of the bottle in a long time. They're you know constantly changing the shit, but there used to be orange juice in it. But I drink the Mountain Dew Kickstarts a lot, mm-hmm. and that does have like 100% vitamin C. Yeah, those do. Yep. Those are the best. The orange ones are the only good ones, though. They're crack. <laughs> They're yeah, amazing. You're an orange guy. I haven't had one in a while. I can't find them. I think the last ones were from what I got you at the Target there. <laughs> Fucking wingman. Keeping out for my favorite drink, man. You know, I try. <laughs> so, wingers, we got fire episode. We're about to tune you into that. Switch you over here with uh, Greg. Lives out in San Francisco. Interview is insane. We have him. Uh, we found him on the internet, obviously, and he told us that he does roast so we're like greg come on here and roast the shit out of us like this would be amazing and it was kind of hard we're like how's this gonna go because he doesn't really know us he's got to go through our socials and whatnot we sent him a couple blurbs on us like we picked on ourselves like i told him i had a small dick i got fucked up teeth you know i, g- I gave him some shit uh grew yeah. up in a trailer all that and max gave him his uh notes and whatnot and the guy i don't know where my expectations were but he over delivered like off the screen over delivered I, I was laughing so fucking hard i think i had tears coming i was laughing so hard he went hard in the paint there's a couple where i was like stunned how he brought it in and i was like holy shit and i will say you guys are about to hear but i think i got like maybe like one two more jabs than max max got the worst one though the, the greg felt bad with the joke he dropped on Max. And I was like, oh, I even say right after. I'm like, that one hurt you to say to him. Because Max is such a nice guy. And like, oh, man. It was funny, though. It was. Like, I give him credit. But yeah, there was one. I was like, holy shit. But it was funny. He, uh, well, I think the future is bright for Greg. Uh, I think there's some future collabs coming and whatnot. He also has a podcast. Uh, we cover that in the show. Yep. But, and the link's going to yeah. be in the notes. So check that out, too. Yeah. Shout out, Greg. He's good at what he does. If you have a podcast and you're listening to this, head up, Greg. Have that motherfucker roast you. And, guys, if you're going to be in comedy or whatever, I don't even know if we're in comedy, but I know if you're going to be on social media making content, you got to have thick skin and be able to take some shots. If you can't laugh at yourself, what are you doing? you mm-hmm. got to be – don't take the world so seriously. I hope that this podcast brings anything to anyone. Uh, hopefully it gives you some relief from your life, some escapism. Don't take life so seriously, you know. Have fun with it. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. But Welcome. let me – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go first. I, it was the wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. I just want to do one thing before we wrap into the interview. I just want to say we won't dive in too much unless the news brings it in the few coming weeks. But just want to say, you know, our condolences to all the victims that lost their lives at the Astro World Festival over the weekend. That's a big thing in the news. Uh, Travis Scott, other people were there. There's many sides to the story, but at the very least, to everyone that's injured or hurt or were like first responders there, 
Um, we, you know, we could send our condolences with it. And I just felt we had to at least address that. So Max, can I make a bad joke? What? I might get us canceled. I don't know. Oh God. We could cut it, right? If it's bad. True. <laughs> All right. Let us know, wingers. Is is a Travis Scott concert more like likely to kill you than COVID? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh God. Let me know, wingers. <laughs> what are the numbers? Eight out of fifty thousand. How many people? But the injury rate's like fucking three hundred. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, like hospitalized, like shit. I think Travis Scott concerts are more dangerous than COVID. Wait. Let's cancel concerts. Fuck it. I didn't expect canceling concerts, but okay. Oh, fuck it. We fuck can't it. have it. No concerts. People are going to be like, oh, Hunter doesn't believe in COVID. No. What My point is we can't have Travis Scott walking around fucking down Astro. And we need to cancel concerts. Maybe, maybe no, that's do the that. solution. Don't do that. I, I, feel, I feel bad. For those people, that shit is was pretty wild, though. Yeah, yeah. Max is like, I can't believe he said that. Well, no, I mean, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but <laughs> see, I love the wingers would be like, "What the fuck did Max say though?" No, right, I'll just say, there's been memes on TikTok where it's fucking. Um, anyway, he's like, people like are dying at the that dying, but like they're listening to Travis Scott, and then it flips the Juice World, and they're at a Juice World concert. Oh my god! Yeah, it's kind of dark. Dark inception. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a fucking plot twist. I haven't seen those. Oh yeah, I'll have to send one. But anyway, go for it. Let's bring in Greg Capra, comedian, roast extraordinaire, because he's about to fucking rip us a new one. Yeah, let's bring Greg in because Max is done with my ass. Let's swing it, wingers. Welcome into Wing It, presented by Wingman of the Year. Got Max with me as always. And then we got Greg Capra. He is a comedian, uh, engineer, formerly single, and he's a roast master, apparently. How the hell are you, Greg? I'm great. I like how you said uh, comedian and engineer, the two funniest things to be, just back to back. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, it was exactly. in your bio. I, I feel bad just reading your bio back to you, but g- give us some background. What's what's the comedy scene like for you? So, yeah, I mean, you guys are over in the East Coast. We're, I, I'm in San Francisco, so it's a little bit different, but um it's it's an interesting uh mix of people out here uh you know you can get you know people who go on stage and then really just go at anyone and then you get people with like pink hair who talk about their like diary problems uh and so it's a real mix of people in san francisco okay okay so so you do just mainly stand up right yes i'm super new at stand up i've been doing improv for a little while so i i recently got an improv before covid actually and i was I actually joined improv with the goal of migrating into standup. I just wanted to get some onstage experience. Um, but then COVID hit and I was like, well, fuck, I can't go anywhere. So I'll just write jokes for a year. And then coming out of COVID, I had like 20 minutes of jokes. So I was like, who will let me tell these on stage? Uh, and most places were like, no, but a few places were like, all right, let's see what you got. So that's where I'm at right now. I've done it on a episode before. I didn't go very far because I didn't have a co-host at the time. Maybe at the end of this, we could do like an improv scene. I don't know. I feel like it'd be fun just to see we where can. it could go. Um, we can play some games. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that if we got time. But Greg, have you done a roast before? Because we're bringing you on here. Let's tell the wingers 
Greg is going to roast the shit out of us. What's your experience with roasting? <laughs> My experience with, ro I mean, clearly I haven't been invited to a Comedy Central roast yet. Okay. Um, it's interesting. Most people get roasted when they're on top. And I wouldn't say that's where you guys are. Oh, wait, are you... we starting? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. But we can now if you would like to. Hey, hey I'm up for whatever, man. Take that away. Was that was I like that. Awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> No, but <clears throat> I appreciate you guys having me on a roasty though. Seriously. I was listening to your podcast this week for the first time and it only took me five minutes to realize, yeah, these guys are winging it for sure. Like five <laughs> minutes in like, yeah, that tracks. Oh man. I love I'm, I'm big fans of you guys. I like, I think the thing I like most about your podcast is that it reminds me of conversations. I overhear at Buffalo wild wings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's <laughs> like it's only interesting to chubby guys who chose fantasy football over their girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> that's the market we're going for. So is that yeah, is that market. your segment? Yeah. <laughs> this is going better than I thought it would already. We already honed in our on our uh, target audience. This is great. <laughs> Fat fucks yeah. and B dubs. So, so all right. So let me get this straight. You guys started a media company as well called Wingman of the Year. This podcast is like a. Spinoff. Yeah, of it's it's the, company. the yeah, it's the front. It's like the main show for Wingman of the Year. Yeah, got you. So okay, you started a media company. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, I think that really proves that anyone can start a company without having a good idea, or <laughs> just anything really. Just kind of like a friend. If you have a friend, you can start a company. Exactly. Um, <laughs> true. I mean, and I mean, like your company is based on the idea of being a wingman, right? Most. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to me because most people are inspired by like. Steve Jobs, Michelle Obama, and that's why they start a company. But for you guys, you were like, oh, we watched Jersey Shore, and that's why we want to start a company. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Someone finally gets my vision. Somebody gets my vision. I'm so happy. Our branding's on point, Max. Yeah. No, it's I'm glad this I'm glad it's transparent, even through positivity and insult. I'm glad it's and a listen, very transparent line. Listen, I've seen your content. Okay. I did my homework this week. I prepared. All right. You guys saying you have a media company is like United saying they have leg room. It depends who you ask. <laughs> it's crazy, though, Hunter, that that you've created all this despite growing up in a trailer, which, <laughs> which goes to show you, you can start from rock bottom and still get worse. It is possible. <laughs> oh, this is fun, guys. We got to do this more often. This is great. Oh my god, this is great! You guys, Wait, uh, can you come to every corporate meeting just to like humble us? Because this is good. This builds character. Oh, I'm not even close to being done, dude. You build a lot of character growing up in a trailer. Trailer. Let me fucking tell you, man. Oh my god, that is a character builder right there. Woo. I'm sure. No, I, I, that's not even a joke. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it, does. <laughs> it really does. No, you guys. Uh, you guys seem fun to hang out with. Though. I like that. Like I would hang out with you guys. That's um, good. especially because I think it's funny that. Hunter's tall and Max is chubby. So like side by side, you guys are like the number 10. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Hunter strikes me as the kind of guy who didn't get his braces off until college. And Max <laughs> Max looks like he owned a shake weight until about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you just got roasted, motherfucker. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh, Hunter, these next, these next few are going to be about you, so let's okay. straddle in. All right. 
uh yeah i mean hunter i've only known you for like 10 minutes now but you seem like the kind of guy who tries to act tough but then you start crying when the bar plays wagon wheel at the end of the night (laughs) that's like literally me to (laughs) i almost wore a backwards hat to this just so that you wouldn't try to fight me afterwards (laughs) no but you guys you guys work well together though i'll give you that uh hunter looks like he dresses like a kid and max looks like he enjoys watching kids get dressed <laughs> Yo, that that one hurt greg to say right there he did all- <laughs> poor Max. honestly honestly that hurt me to say <laughs> yeah, i can tell man poor maxon oh but i feel for max though man his parents got divorced when he was young i mean that's tough but when they told him about it he was actually thrilled because it meant he got two thanksgiving dinners <laughs> Yeah, so I'm yeah, proud no, of you. Double duty, bro. Oh, and as if man. it couldn't get any worse, oh, I found out recently that Max grew up with a speech impediment. And uh, I heard the doctors weren't sure if it was a medical issue or just leftover chicken nuggets he had in his mouth. <laughs> Dude, Greg, you're <laughs> for sure after this, bro. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised this podcast has lasted as long as it has. Oh, dude. Both of you, both of you look like you'd die first in Squid Game, and I haven't even seen that show. I just assume. <laughs> we probably would too. We probably would. No, that's no. spot on. But uh, when it comes down to it, the fact that you invited me on here to roast you guys goes to show uh, that your personnel decisions are just as bad as the New York Giants. So, congrats to you guys. That's fair. It hurts, yeah, but it's fair. We'll take that one on the chin. We can't <laughs> argue that one. It's been a rough no, five, jokes. six years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jokes aside, though, guys, uh, I respect you both, and thanks for letting me roast you. This was fun. That's it. Fuck, that it. was good. I feel like he was teeing up another one right there for some reason. You might have a round two, but I, I love that shit. Dude, Greg, that might, that's got to be, like, honestly, my favorite moment on Winging It. That shit, that's the hardest I've laughed on the show. I cannot believe you came in okay. with heat, dude. Like, that's impressive for just the research you had, you know, the time. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, you would think it was hard, but then I saw you guys and I was like, oh, this will, won't be too bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, we're mental cases. No, dude, you like literally hit everything to a T. It was fucking great, dude. I'm, I'm in No, but. You know, I, I, all jokes aside, though, I'm not roasting is over. Like, uh, <laughs> people who can take that kind of stuff are, are, are my kin. Like, I, right. I feel part of your guys' community. Like, that, those are the people I respect the most. Cause I don't know, especially over here, as you can imagine, you get some people who really can't take much. Exactly. So it's nice to finally find someone who, uh, you know, can laugh at yourselves. Cause people roast me all the time. It's just part of the game. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, if you can't laugh at yourself, like, that's, I, that's bad but no yeah. like we pride ourselves on that i feel like we couldn't have a podcast like this you know what i mean like we're like some uh fat guy in buffalo wild wings to listen to you know like i'm still hung up on the uh speech impediment come guzzling chicken nugget line jesus christ <laughs> two thanksgivings dude that that had me dead bro oh yeah god what was the other one he got you really good max the oh uh, the looking at children or whatever watching kids get <laughs> i dude, said no. hunter looks like he dresses like a child max looks like he likes watching children get dressed <laughs> dude how long did it take you to come up with this shit man 
Um, honestly, some of the stuff you guys sent me earlier today helps. And then really just helps. a deep dive in your Instagram earlier today. Perfect. Dude, I mean, really? That's I good. think you, like, need to hammer down on the roast. Like, I would send out a fucking shit ton of emails like, hey, let me roast you. Let me come on your podcast and let me roast you. That is fantastic, dude. Like, that is – this is, like, some of the best content we're ever going to get. Because dude, we can do a whole, it. like – we can do a whole winging it spinoff. You guys can create another little, you know, your company has like four different arms now. You can have like a fifth one. Can we where we have, just like have like other, a roasting. Uh, can we have like other off. friends of the show like come on and then we'll just bring you in out of left field sometimes and you roast. Here's what you should do. Them. Anytime you have a bad guest or someone that, you know, talks shit about you, just have them on and then we'll have like a little roast battle back and forth. Okay. So you do roast battles too. Ooh, I like this. Roast battles, enemies of the podcast. Because now we're we're friends now. I'm on your side regardless, right? I've roasted you, so we're kind of in now. Yeah. So people upset you, call me on, and we'll do this again. All right, perfect, dude. I mean, I got your email, man. I got to get your phone number after this, dude. I feel like Fuck we're yeah. best friends now. For sure. Because hey, oh, yeah. I always say... I we go Buffalo Wild Wings together. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Fuck you, Dubs. Um, I feel like friend you're not friends and unless you guys like shit on each other would you agree with that oh 100 yeah if if uh i meet someone new and i shit on them and they don't like it we're not friends anymore that's just kind of how it works yeah right you, you which is why that. i have like three friends you test that right? <laughs> that's fair but no then that was great i want to circle back to you though okay not about to roast you i didn't prepare too much but what's your bio formerly single what does that mean are you like married dude no, I wish. Marriage sounds great. You guys have any tips? Are either of you married? Uh, no, yeah. I actually I actually used to be, but so oh. <laughs> I left that out Ooh. on the roast on purpose. <laughs> Ooh, oh God, I wish I would have known that ahead of the roast. Oh, oh, I knew. I knew. I did not want to get roasted about it. That was, that was smart that you didn't do that. Oh, I knew um, it would have been an easy target. <laughs> <laughs> no, formerly single. I was single for four years and okay. I, I recently got in a relationship Single for a long time, though. I think I thought being single for a while meant that I was independent, but my friends right. just said it made me sad. So I was like, all right, you know, it's time to change that. Get a relationship. Wow, we're getting deep. That was a line right there. I thought being single meant being independent. Well, how, how old are you, Greg? I'm 27. Same age. Holy shit. 94? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. June 94. June? Yeah. What day? 26th. Oh, 24th. Ooh, close. Wow, we're cancers, dude. Heck yeah. Thanks, boys. We're, we're sad boys. We're sad boys. Mm-hmm. See, he knows. I mean, most comedians are sad boys on the inside. Right, and I feel like you can't be a comedian, like, going circling back to it, unless you can, like, laugh at yourself. Would you agree? For sure. I mean, so much of the content that I've come up with for comedy-wise has been just like my failed attempts at relationships or just like bad sex, bad dating. Um, and I thought, I always thought it was really funny for four years. I was like, look at all these ridiculous situations I get into. And my friends were like, yeah, that was funny for like three months. And now we're just kind of sad for you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh fuck, <laughs> it's time to change that. I think, you know, that you've been single for too long. This happened to me in my last months of being single. I masturbated with the windows open. And I realized that there was a good chance that a family next door saw me. And you didn't give a fuck. Uh, I mean, I gave a fuck after I found out that they live next door. I didn't realize oh. that they did. That's what's called uh, post-nutter remorse, right? 
exactly. Exactly. <laughs> God, 10 seconds of shame right afterwards. Oh, yeah. Just 10. <laughs> yeah, or more. Um, Max, or you, had more. To, you had a couple questions you want to get into about. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's roll here. So let me ask you this. Um, actually, I'll switch it up. When you're talking about you just started like adding to your repertoire, the stand-up routine, right? Between like that and the roast in the last year, what's like the difference in your prep work for like a roast versus stand-up? I mean, you don't have to give us too much of the sauce, but what's kind of the general vibes? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, roast is just purely based on how can I get under people's skin as much as possible um, while making them laugh at their own pain? So take something that is uniquely them, but have it be so funny that they have to laugh about it, mm-hmm. which hopefully I reached that today with you guys. Maybe Definitely. a few hit. Absolutely. <laughs> but with stand up, it's not like I'm on stage roasting myself. Some people do that as a tactic where it's the whole like self-deprecation thing. Right. But I don't think that's my sense of humor because I was you know, thinking back to like, when am I the funniest with friends just talking? What makes me funny? And I, I don't think it's me roasting myself. I think it's me commenting on ridiculous situations I get into. So most of my stand-up is me in absurd situations where I'm awkward or laughing about it, um, and and then people can laugh with me. I, I vibe with that. That's fucking good. Because that's like that's just life in general, right? You go through like good, bad, misery, and you just sort of kind of. I think the best people just roll and laugh with it. So. If you get too hung up on yourself, you know, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I went into, I had a hospital visit recently and uh, I only say that I bring it up to, to say that I wrote like 15 minutes of stand-up material on how much I hate hospitals because I went to the hospital and realized that so many things about it I hate. Um, and, and I turned that into, I think, pretty creative content. And that's the kind of thing that like, you know, you might look over that if you're not thinking to yourself, what's funny about this situation that I don't like or that uh, I'm awkward in. But it's sort of always that thinking of like, what's funny about this and uh, and translating that into jokes. Oh, absolutely. Um, who are like some of your influences in comedy? Hmm. Roast wise, I would say Anthony Jeselnik. OK, you guys have heard of him. Um, uh, he's, he's amazing. Is he? I haven't. If heard I saw name. him, probably, but I don't know who it is off the top of my head. Um, I love Nate Bargatze, comedian from Tennessee. Um, Michael Che is amazing. Oh yeah. I actually, just saw him live in Oakland maybe a month ago. Oh nice. He was, he was great. Yeah, how was his set? Yeah, was some... Oh, he he brought the house down. He was doing a whole new hour for Netflix. Okay. Yep. And he filled an entire arena. Um, it was crazy. And it was just one of those things where like he walks on stage and he sits on a chair and it looks like he's just having a conversation with the audience. And it's so natural and it almost seems unprepared. But then you realize that he's one guy talking to like 30,000 people. And right. You're like, holy fuck. And this looks like it's easy for him, but I'm sure there are some elements that are really difficult that just no one can pick up on. Mm. Do you notice any of those cues whenever you watch a set with different comedians? Oh yeah, definitely. Now that I'm in the practice of writing jokes and telling them to people, I it's, it's actually harder for me to watch a comedy set now. I probably don't enjoy it as much because I'm always analyzing what they're doing and how they're doing it. And it gets to like the mechanics, you know, like when you watch basketball, right? Or when you watch football and you're not 
like you didn't play in the league or you didn't you didn't play like in high school or in college you're sort of just watching it because you enjoy it like you just right. it's fun and you want your team you want your team to win but you're not thinking like how is that quarterback throwing like that how is the receiver running his route and like sinking with the quarterback you don't think about all those like little things in between and if you did it probably wouldn't be as fun for you and that's mm-hmm. kind of how it is for me now with comedy not that i'm you know on some level I, it's just that i think about that because i because i have to no that makes total sense you have something yeah. in mind, Humphrey? Question, question, I have one. Oh, more. yeah, I just got you finish up. Um, Max, I think it's a great time to roll into our segment. We did not tell Greg about this segment. I told him he didn't need to prepare for this. He thinks I'm about to roast his ass, but maybe, maybe we are. Hey, you're more I than think. welcome to. <laughs> well, here we go, Greg. We did a Twitter sweep on you. Oh, fuck. Okay. Twitter sweep. Oh, yeah. We're not going to get you canceled. Don't worry. Max, do you want to start off with uh, one of the, a couple tweets? We'll go back and forth. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Actually, one we'll do because we actually had somebody in this space last night for an interview. So I want to bring it full circle was uh, you said this one back. Uh, I don't remember the date, but the worst thing about cryptocurrency is that our parents expect us to explain it to them. Um, this has happened to me on multiple occasions. So I absolutely love that tweet. Uh, care to dive in on that dude it's impossible it's like the three things our parents want in life is like for you to marry someone for you to fix their internet and for you to explain things like crypto to them oh my God. and <laughs> it's almost like marrying someone is easier than just explaining crypto mm-hmm. i don't i don't understand how it works how am i supposed to explain it to my 65 year old mother who like doesn't understand how microsoft word works oh it's yeah, so freaking right. true the bare minimums <laughs> oh it's sad especially so you, being like you somebody... had to do this What's that? You had to do this recently with your. Oh parents. yeah, no, my uh, mom. She was like, "How does this work? Like, what is like Ethereum?" I'm like, "No, we're nope, we're not. Like, if yeah. you're gonna try, maybe a little Bitcoin. Just sh- stop there. We're not going any further." Um, and it's funny because, like you said about fixing the internet, um, my nine to five is like IT work, so people go extra hard knowing it's like, "Oh yeah, you're the IT bitch." So it's like, okay, you there get you all go. the calls, or even me, I'm calling them all day long to like. Max, I can't get uh, Adobe to work or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Greg, so I went in order of uh, date and whatnot. So you tweeted okay. this out on September 28th. You said, I don't practice abstinence, not because I don't believe I was made in the image of God. I just think that God is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> there- oh, that's, a, that's a 10 out of 10 joke. Tell me it's not. It is because it's funny enough. I actually had a podcast uh, with my old co-host before about Wilt Chamberlain. I think he's a fraud. I don't think there's any way. Was it twenty thousand women? I don't think you can fuck that many women. I don't believe. Oh, there's that. no shot. No shot. I don't believe it for a second. Um, but he's like the gold standard of the opposite of abstinence. So he was a good name to use. But I don't understand. Like twenty thousand women. I mean, he must have fucked some of them. Like. A couple times, like this is like the only time where like math has actually come in handy since college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how many is that a day? <laughs> right. Like, I want to know what his standards were. Was he? There's no way you're just fucking tense. You, you got to be dabbling like no. the fives at least. No, I think it's yeah. I think it's kind of like just kind of a you take what you can get approach. Just who's near like the Hilton that you're staying at when you're playing the jazz or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. But I like this tweet because you're like, I like to picture my God as Wilt Chamberlain. It almost reminds me of like Talladega Nights. Like my baby Jesus, you know, yeah. sitting there in that manger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Max, you got another one? 
Uh, yeah, this is a more recent one you did. Uh, people who end FaceTimes by just shutting their laptop have blatant disregard for life. I do feel that. It's oh, just dude. like, it just try to be a cool kid. You like slam the phone and then you're just a dumbass that breaks your computer and shit half the time. Yeah, I'm not even convinced that it turns off the program. Like with all this <laughs> shit of like you having to cover your camera and like <laughs> NSA is always watching you. Like I'm not convinced that just by closing my laptop, this shit is exited. Oh, absolutely. It just has a lot of like Kyle or Chad energy to it. Just major. <laughs> just conversational. No, I, I hate when people don't say bye and hang up just like on the phone. That shit will drive me nuts, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys agree. Max does it yeah. sometimes. I don't know if I do that. Oh, you're just our always... Produ- a- our producer sometimes does that. Oh, our producer's the worst. I want to fucking wring his neck. <laughs> um, What does he do instead of saying bye? I gotta go. Or he'll be like, I gotta go. Or like, yeah, it'll just be so abrupt. It's like, oh, Jesus, did someone die? Like, like did someone get in a car accident? I have no idea. Yeah. I hate You I feel hate like that. bad for talking to him on the phone. You're like, oh, sorry, dude. Did you have, you, you gotta exactly. go. I'm sorry. Exactly. Didn't realize that you were an ER doc and had patience. <laughs> um, so I got another one here from uh, September 3rd, 2021. And this one hits close to home because so I just moved to Albany. I'm experiencing some new foods and whatnot. You tweeted, I'm the Ted Bundy of gyros. No gyro is safe. I just literally probably had my first gyro, like actually probably that day because I moved in to Albany on September 1st, had my first one. Absolutely in love with them, dude. I got to say, just before I even explain this tweet, hearing you guys say that the date of my tweet and then say the tweet, it just, it, it like gives me some PTSD. Right. To like being called out for tweets that are offensive. And I'm just like so worried that I'm I'm like I said something bad about some community and I'm going to have to go on a talk show and be like, I apologize to such and such community. Wait, so you've been called out on some of your tweets recently? Not recently, just, you know, in years past, you know, I don't know how deep of a dive you did. Hopefully not too deep, but you, you can get uh, back we there. Did then 20 you'll minutes see before this interview. 20 minutes. Oh, before. good. Perfect. Yeah. Then you guys are great. Um, <laughs> no, but I OK, first of all, I wrote that tweet drunk. Uh, oh, I think 100%. I, love I don't know that. what time it was, but I, um, whenever I eat, I think it's a euro, not not gyro, right? Oh, oh yeah, the word that he's speaking Caucasian on that one. I've I've heard it's been called a hero as well, too. I don't know. It might be a hero, actually. You, I think you might be right. I heard uh, some guy from like the city, like New York City, told me that's how you say it. I've never heard anyone else say that though. So I like gyro. <laughs> yeah, I, I can eat I can eat five of those when I'm drunk. At 1 a.m., you walk by one of those Mediterranean uh, trucks. Oh, yeah. Some shawarma. You get, like, you get a shawarma for like $8, and you get the little lamb and oil in your stomach. Feels oh, great. That's, that's nice. Nice. All right, Max, you're up. Yep. Um, another recent one for you. Uh, pinball is cool because you can have 34 million points and still be in last place. Absolutely. <laughs> Everything lights up. It kind of reminds me of like the old ladies that play fucking slots at the casino. Everything's like, oh, that's great. And they win like $4. And I'm like, they rob you blind. I feel like pinball machines are just a bunch of like show. It makes no sense to me. Do you guys have like arcade bars over where you are? I think yes. Yeah, yeah, you kind of do. Hot. Not a lot. You got one? Yeah, arcade bars, they, they, like half of it is pinball machines, right? Or like a, yeah. a good section of it is pinball. And I always try and enjoy it because I feel like you're supposed to. But I don't. I don't understand what happens in pinball. Like there's no skill involved. You're just trying not to let it shoot down the center thing. 
which sometimes you can't do anything about it. It just goes down the middle and you can't, there's nothing you can do. And then they're like, I oh, you like- have 80 million points. And you're like, oh, cool. Did I win the entire game? And you're like, no, you've actually the worst player we've ever had. <laughs> I feel like people would argue that there's no skill to it, though. I don't know, but there's got to be some skill, though. Like there has to be, right? I mean, it might but whack the found side, it. but... <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the other hacks. thing about just... pinball, too, is like, you know, like other games, you win tickets. Usually most of the time, they don't give you fucking tickets. Yeah, that's the other thing. So you're just whacking shit, and you're like, okay, cool. Like, like the thing that draws me to pinball machines, if ever, is just like the theme of it. Like if it's like a movie I like or some shit, or like maybe like a Terminator like pinball machine, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm it's not like really six cents or something, and you have to like hit Macaulay Culkin in the head. <laughs> is that is that like an all time favorite for you? No, I was just making one up. That I feel Are, like they're always like movie themed though, like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. I feel oh, like yeah. is always one. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I also have, I don't know if you guys can see, I have like the Godfather at the end over there. Okay. Respect. All right. Love to see that. Um. All right. My turn, Max? Yes. How many did you have, Max? I got two more. I did five. All right. So I'm probably going to have to double up then. I, I screen grabbed a, a couple of these. Fucking phenomenal tweeter, Greg. We, your Twitter Thanks, deserves more love. I, I agree, man. I get I get low volume likes on there. I'll say it right now, underappreciated. Yeah, well, after I didn't want to follow you before the show because I didn't want to tip you off. I'm gonna I give, give you a follow after. Um, so on going a little farther back, February 28th, last day of the month, you this year, you said, Has anyone tried turning their Instagram caption into a pun yet? I thought <laughs> that was hilarious, man, because that's all you see. It was do you remember if there was a certain caption you yes. saw that triggered that? A 100%. So uh I live in the Bay Area, right? Yep. So the most common Instagram caption over here is the most obnoxious caption now where <laughs> people will say with my bay by the bay. And oh, bay God. is like B A E by the B A Y. That's awful. And That's cringy. I don't believe in murder. Like, I don't think you should murder someone, but, but when I see those Instagram posts, I kind of get it. Like, I understand why people do it. Yeah. That that's where it starts. You know, well, what, what's the guy, uh, what's the killer that was out in uh, San Francisco that they never found? Uh, oh, uh, Zodiac killer. Zodiac killer. That's why he did it, dude. Mm-hmm. Probably he was. <laughs> yeah and people were doing it on telegrams back in like the 40s and he was like fuck that <laughs> and he was doing it in like the little cutout newspaper clipping things where he's exactly. like <laughs> i'm gonna get these motherfuckers it's just right. like like i mean it's been done so many times like be creative i don't know if you're gonna make a, a pun like do something new don't do the same shit everyone does like right. life is grand in oakland right you know Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's corny as fuck, but at least it's different. Fuck. There's a lot no. of pressure when it comes to a caption, man, because you need to get your point across. But then like you like halfway, like give up and then you're like, fuck it. We'll just go with something. Hit them with a one. Well, yeah, I don't mean to be sexist here, but women are women do this more often than men. Fuck it. Yeah. Women, you suck. <laughs> They'll yeah. just put it out there. <laughs> you suck at captions. They this is the moment not- where our company went to shit. I'm just Dude, that's nothing. If we get canceled for that, I don't want to be in this business. <laughs> Max, I think you forget. I said that you liked watching kids dress earlier. Yeah, Max. <laughs> true, true. 
Quick oh, side note before we go back to the tweet. Is it just from an outside perspective, does um, mm-hmm. the hype of like Oakland being kind of like this armpit of America vibe, is that true locally or is that just overblown? Armpit of America. I honestly, I, Oakland's kind of cool. Is it Oakland? Oakland has some culture to it. I actually feel bad for Oakland because they got the Raiders taken from them. They got the Warriors taken from them. Oh, it's Warriors are now in San Francisco now. And so all they have are the A's and the A's fucking suck. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they're not bad. They're not bad. But no, I've heard they, mixed they things. Lost. Like I've never been to that part of like California or anything. So I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'm curious, like if it actually is like, oh, like people try to say it's shit or whatever. Or just overblown. I mean, if, if you think Oakland is shit, fucking go to Orlando. Yeah, I could imagine that's pretty normal. Orlando. I did not think Orlando was getting brought up on this episode. Dude, I roasted Orlando in a podcast, and I've never gotten so much hate mail from people. I, I didn't know one of my girlfriend's best friends is from Orlando, and she wrote me directly afterwards, and she was like, "Um, I think you're wrong for all that Orlando shit. And I was like, Every time I've been to Orlando, I fucking hate my life. It's it's parking lots and like Starbucks next to like Disney World. And there's like people shooting up next to Disney World. If that's what you want to do, I guess go to Orlando. But it's a if shit that's state. not culture, I don't know what is. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Max, you back up? Yeah, I'm back up. Um, perfect. Okay, this is one of your longer tweets. A novel, we must mm. say. Uh, the dictionary is a multi-level marketing scheme. Want to know what a word means? Here's 10 other words to explain it. Don't know what that word means? Keep digging. It's like Inception without Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> There's a lot of depth. I respected the fuck out of it because it's very fucking true. If you really don't know, you're just going to keep going in the layers and layers, and then you'll get to like the word cat or some shit. Yeah. That, I, I don't remember writing that tweet, but I probably was high during that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, I noticed in one of your other tweets, I didn't screenshot it because I thought it'd just keep going. Because you said you didn't under understand Inception. I wanted to try to explain it to you, but I realized I'm like, oh, I probably can't explain it either because I might not even know. <laughs> okay. Have you guys seen that movie with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio? Love it. Okay. I feel like I'm when I watch it, I'm supposed to like it. People always talk about it like it's a great movie. And I, he's great. Like the actor's great. And the scenes are cool, but I don't know what's going on. Like when they move levels, (laughs) I don't get it. And I feel like I'm supposed to get it and I don't. And I feel ashamed about that. The the whole read I get on the movie, because I'm constantly, I'm a fucking weirdo. I'm just going to give it to you straight, Greg. I constantly have this thought in my head that I'm like, I'm actually dead right now. We're in a simulation. And that's how I interpret that whole movie. I'm like, Leo's like dead. Like he, but no, he like literally has to like kill himself to like wake up and actually see his wife. But he's not right, gonna right. he's not gonna die. So I'm like, as a mind fuck, obviously. But he's like going to some other reality when he dies, right? Like you're like inducing death and then going to another level of the universe. Yeah, like, yeah. So if he kills himself, he actually wakes up. It sounds like the Matrix. But then I'm like, whoa, do I got this is gonna sound fucking awful. Might have to cut this. But then I'm like, wow, do I gotta kill myself to actually wake up? <laughs> you might. I mean, mm. no, there's I, only I, one way to find out. Yeah, like no balls, right? <laughs> I don't that's what runs through my head. I'm a sick fuck, but <laughs> I just missed the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio from that uh that cop movie with Matt Damon where they're like Boston cops. Oh, and the Leo's Departed. undercover. Oh, Departed. The Departed. Yes. Oh, that's, best. that's a great I, great fucking movie, man. That's I thought you movie. were going to see uh say what's uh what's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> it's awful. 
<laughs> I know it got a lot of stars, though, I think. <laughs> yeah, who, Johnny Depp's in that one. Yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio plays like a, a mentally handicapped boy, so it's actually probably a mm. decent watch. He, he can do it all, man. He can do He's it got all. Range. Got <laughs> range. No, but The Parted is prime. I will agree. Oh, it's so good. Max, you got one more, right? Uh, well, I just went, so... Well, you might as well finish up and then okay. I'll just... Yeah, you got the closers. All right. This one, it really spoke to me. Why do girls on dating apps always have that one picture of all their friends smashed together like, and you did like all the emojis, and I loved it? Because <laughs> it's always like it's... that. It's just... Cr- Go ahead. I'm sorry. But it's wild. No, what, what were we going to say? Oh, so around here being Vermont with mountains, I'm wondering if this transcends across this great land, but... Uh, me and my cousin joke about this, but uh, they're almost like we jokingly call it cliff cunts, but it's basically they always have a shot hiking and they show the cliff. That's always in the rotation too. Yeah. Are, do, they, do they ever do the one where like they all turn around and they take their top off? And so they're like, mo- they're <laughs> That's mooning the... Prime. That's prime woman. Yes. I, I think it's hilarious because one day there is going to be a hiker on the other side of that who is just like, hey guys, slow down for a second are you seeing this? <laughs> and he's going to zoom in and he's probably going to get uh, arrested, but that's going to happen to them. Um, but yeah, girls over here, will take a picture where like, they're all literally smashed together. I don't, I would never take a picture with like five of my guy friends and be like, Hey, can we go cheek to cheek for this picture? So I can post it on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got three. Well, I actually got two more. And then I had a third one. It was in case you roasted me about a certain thing that I sent you in the email, like for info to roast us about. So okay. I'll, I'll save that for the end. I did not end up uh, needing it. All right, Greg. So you tweeted on August 5th, 2020. Good year. If we have to start eliminating people due to overpopulation, I vote anyone who's ever said, quote, and this is where the magic happens, end quote, that they're in boarding group number one. Dude, uh, do you ever see a friend's place and they like give you a tour? They're like, I just moved, so I'm gonna tour you my new place. Well, yeah, 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 they robbed it from MTV Cribs for sure, though. Yeah, for sure. And I just, I don't like, I don't want to see your shitty apartment. Like, I've seen every apartment. Like, what are you gonna show me I haven't seen? Yeah. And then at the very end, they're like, oh, this is where the magic happens. I'm like, no, it doesn't, Steve. (laughs) You haven't been on a date in six months. It doesn't. There's no magic, actually. It's pretty sad over there. Well, you need to start wing banning for Steve, then. This is what we're here for, Greg. Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, this one, this one really hit home for me as well. On June 23rd, three days before your birthday, day before mine, you said, normalize peeing in the shower. <laughs> Greg, preach, brother. Preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. understand why it's a bad thing. Like, it's right there. It's a drain. So, He's not that bad. I think like my football coach or something, he said like, this is like modified football, like seventh grade. I heard that like peeing on your foot, like got rid of athlete's foot or something. So I was like, I don't even know what the fuck athlete's foot is to this day. I'm like, I'm going to start pissing on my feet in the shower. I've been doing it ever since for like 15 years. <laughs> I don't know. That would be a great... That would be a great, if you were a comedian, that would be a great opening joke for a set where you could come on stage and, I don't know, say something like, you know, when you uh, don't realize that you don't need to pee on your foot in order to get rid of athlete's foot. And you, that's like, you're just your entrance into your personality. Right. It, does it actually get rid of like athlete's foot though? I, I 
don't think it does. I feel it's like one of it might be I mean, one of those sterile. Mets, like, it's like one of those myths like you like everyone like knows in like uh elementary school, like Marilyn Manson got his ribs taken out. Still don't know if that's true. If you eat like all your gum, like it doesn't break down for I don't I don't even know. Is the jellyfish one a myth? Where like if you get stung, you get you a pee on, on yourself? Or someone's oh, right, that's it. true. They say you're supposed to pee on yourself if you get stung by jellyfish. Like that sounds like early Twitter, like somebody just making up a rumor and just like people rolling with it. But that's been around for a while before social yeah. media. Yeah, okay. there's got to be some truth to that. Yeah, no, I've always thought about a stand-up career. I don't know if I got the nads for it, but I would always my thing would probably be the trailer thing. Growing up in a trailer, and people that grow up in trailers would love it. I don't know if it hit the audience out in San Francisco, but no, I mean people know I, what a trailer is. It connects. Yeah, I'd have to go to West Virginia to tell that stand-up. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I don't get an email from somebody in West Virginia. I know we sh- shit on Orlando earlier, but... <laughs> uh, the tweet I screenshotted, in case you roasted me, I put in the email, just so the wingers know, that I I'm a, I love MGK. Probably going to see a concert on Halloween Sunday. It's like in Connecticut or some shit. Love him. So I was like, dude, I, I'm like tall and skinny like him. I'm lacking the tattoos and the nose ring. So I'm like, you know what? One of those is a real cheap, cheap, quick, easy fix. So I went around. I got a fake nose ring, wore it out to the bar a couple of times. Dude, high success rate. I'm considering oh, like yeah. full on getting it because it sets you apart from the rest of the guys. It's a difference maker. You agree? Because you got one right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can tell in here, but I got one in. Yeah, I saw stuff. it like. I couldn't tell at first, but then I saw it. I would go with like a, a really skinny hoop if I did it, though. Oh, okay. You'd go a ring? Yeah, yeah. That's bold. That's bold. Because I had like a thick one. I looked like a fucking early 2000s like emo chick. And, <laughs> but they can't do the skinny ones because the way it like... And that was without the ring, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I got a fake one and I don't know. It worked like a charm, but I thought you were going to roast me with that. But the tweet you tweeted back then i'm glad to see you got a nose ring now i respect that shit uh <laughs> on november 4th 2017 all the way back you said mike and a nose piercing watch out mom <laughs> follow through i follow through mom if you're listening mom i have one now when did you end up getting it probably not too long after that tweet actually <laughs> oh really i didn't know if it was like a recent Straight thing up. No, no, no. I've had it since, yeah, since like 2017, maybe 2018. Okay. It was just kind of a whim. Like I, I went one day and I was like, let's do something new. I'm bored. And I went in and the lady who gave the piercings was like, by the way, just so you know, when I, uh, when I puncture your nose, it's going to hit this little nerve and you're going to cry. Oof. And I was like, mm, not me. Definitely not going to cry. And then she, uh, she did the thing. She punched my nose and I definitely cried. Just, yeah, it's just, like, like you're like, <laughs> it's like it just triggers a reaction. Is what you're yeah, I'm like, oh, I have, I have allergies. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know, it's high season. Right. Damn. No, I'm, I'm glad you got it. It came full circle. Um, but, Greg, we appreciate you roasting the shit out of us. Uh, thank you for letting us go through Twitter. Everyone, make sure you go follow Greg. He needs more fucking Twitter love. Okay. He's got fire tweets on deck out of San Francisco area. But Greg, bef- but before we kick you off the show, I need a wingman story out of you, man. What do you got for us today? Okay. I, man, I've been thinking about this since we, we planned this. Um, 
And so I, I reached out to some friends because I was like, all right, I'm not going to, I don't want to make anything up. So let's reach out to some friends, see what they have to say about me. Okay. And hmm. so I, I messaged a few friends and this was a tweet or sorry, not a tweet. This was a message, a direct message that I got back from one of my friends. He said, can't think of many times you've been a good wingman. You're mostly just a social liability. <laughs> that ain't good, dude. <laughs> that ain't good. It's not good, but okay. I, I do have a few. I'll, I'll share one with you on, on the podcast today. Okay. So I, this is kind of wingman adjacent, but it, it, there's some wingman. It, it, it's not like it doesn't necessarily have to mean like picking up a chick or anything. Ideally, the our version of being a wingman is being a good fucking person, having a good time doing it. That's what cool. we do here. But you could do the class. Now you, now you made me feel bad for all those jokes about the Jersey Shore. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's the that's the main gist. I just want to drink with my friends, and I thought I could start a company drinking with my buddies. Mm-hmm. Here we are, podcasting. Right? Yeah, that's what Epstein did. Yeah, right. <laughs> Max. <laughs> all right. So, so back when I was single, um, I would go on Tinder, go on Hinge, whatever. So I went. I, I matched with someone on Tinder. Typical process. You match, message a few times, you go on a date, right? Uh, we go on a date actually in Oakland. Shout out to Max. And uh, we, it was during COVID. It was like the beginning of COVID. So we went to like an outdoor bar and it was the time when like they were trying to figure out how to use QR codes. Right. You know, like when restaurants were like, we don't know how to use a QR code, but we're going to try. Yeah. That, that, we might want to, that's a bad impression, but you know. We get it. We get it. Hopefully like the wingers know. Anyway, so I went to a bar with, with this girl and we were going on our first date. And her order was just kind of strange to me. Like we ordered drinks and I was ordering for her. I was trying to be mm-hmm. nice. And so we, I got her drink. I got me a drink. And I was like, oh, what do you want to eat? What do you want for an appetizer? And she was like, I'll have fries with aioli. And I was like, all right, uh, they don't have aioli. I don't think on the menu because normal people eat fries with ketchup. Right. But I can ask. So I, I order and the waiter comes and he's like, sir, you didn't, you didn't order right. We have a food QR code and we have a drink QR code. And you can't place food orders through the drink QR code. And I was like, all right, dude, uh, I don't know how this works. I don't think you know how this works. So don't get mad at me. (laughs) But I was like, while you're here, do you have any aioli? (laughs) Because she really wants some aioli. And he was like, no, dude, we don't have aioli. No one eats aioli with fries. And I was like, I know, tell her that. (laughs) Anyways, the date goes fine, whatever. And we ended up like hanging out a few more times. I ended up telling the, the aioli story on my podcast. And kind of like roasting her a little bit. It was all in good fun, though. Like, I didn't say anything mean. The date went good. So I just kind of told her, or I just kind of roasted her a little bit about the aioli. A few dates in, she finds out that I have a podcast. And she ends up listening. Yeah, she ends up listening to the aioli aioli episode. And she messages me like, I heard you talked about me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Oh, man, I love this. So whatever. I, I explain why i did that and like i didn't say anything bad so it wasn't that big of a deal we hung out a few more times long story short she ended up like you know continuing to listen to the podcast and my co-host on the podcast is also pretty funny and just a very insightful guy mm-hmm. um and so we would talk about my podcast she would ask about like what i was doing that week for the podcast and i'd be like oh man my co-host jack he has a lot of good ideas uh, it's gonna be so great and we would talk about it afterwards and she'd be like oh my god jack was so funny and like jack you know he's he's just very insightful about these topics. And I, I didn't think anything of it. I thought she was just being nice. So I was like, yeah, Jack's awesome. He's one of my best buddies. Like I've known him since I was a kid. 
Anyways, her and I didn't work out, and I'm getting to the punchline. I'm sorry if this is a long story. No, you're no, good. I, I like it. Her, her and I didn't work out, and totally fine. I'm, I'm kind of glad it didn't work out because I met someone great, but uh, didn't work out. Cut to maybe three months later. Jack and I are recording a podcast. We finish up, and he goes, "Hey, by the way, I got a DM from the Aoli girl. She wants to go out with me." Ooh. And so all the good things I had said about Jack and my co-host ended up prompting her to ask him out. My co-host of my podcast that I talked about her on dating wow. her. He, she had the balls to ask him out. Also, I've known him for 20 years. It's not like he's not going to tell me that she yeah. asked him out. Mm -hmm. wow. And so they ended up going out for like a few days. Okay. Nothing after that. Nothing long term. I think. Yeah, no, I I don't think it ended up working out, but she uh they went like went on a hike and she like twisted her ankle and Ooh. he had to like take her to their urgent care or something and spend did, like did that the make day. the next episode of the podcast? Oh, I wanted it to. I was like, Jack, we have to talk about this. And he was like, No, 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 it's too soon. Like she's gonna be upset. We can't do it. Oh my god. I love I appreciate this so much as like a podcaster. There's like it's this his own little world, like because like we're like, should we talk about this or not like I love that aspect, dude. That's hilarious. Dude, I, I hated talking about it on dates because I knew that meant that, A, I couldn't talk about them on the podcast without mm -hmm. having to talk to them about it first. And I would just have to, like, explain everything that I've said if they listened to it. They'd be like, why don't you make a joke about this person? Or why'd you say that about this? Like, I don't want to answer for my past podcast. Dude, ever. I feel that. I saw uh, my post, like, marriage stuff with dating and the podcast, uh, like, dating apps and whatnot, like, girls will like totally be into me it's like going good we haven't met yet or anything they're like what's your instagram and i blast it all over my personal instagram too i'm like okay but before you go on there i gotta tell you i have a podcast and they're like oh okay yeah that's cool i'm like i'm like so don't judge me and then i one girl specifically she went and listened to the podcast or like went and looked at my instagram ghost i've never been ghosted so quick in my life <laughs> never so definitely found it immature so i'm very hesitant to like tell girls but also i'm like if you don't fuck with my podcast or like what i'm trying to do i don't fuck with you and it's not gonna work anyway so thank you for doing me a favor for sure and i mean like you know you and me and max like we're all just trying to create stuff that we think is good and mm -hmm. that we think is honest and you know yeah. you gotta at least respect for someone for trying um even if it doesn't drive with what you like so that was a hell of a wingman of the year story, Max. What did you, what were your takeaways from that? That was full circle. I mean, I think you ended up with the cheaper bill with the aioli versus a twisted. Yeah. So another <laughs> prop I hit me. I, I the balls on that chick to like message him or DM him is astounding to me. Right? Like in our podcast, we talk about being best friends. The audacity to do that. I almost respected her for it. I was like, that's so far fetched that I almost respect you for having the balls to do that. Dude, that's a that's a fucking wingman story. That is a story right there that Greg. So there I you appreciate go. you for sharing that, my man. You're you're an honorary wingman. Except Dude, for that one it. guy that told you that you're like a social liability. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there wasn't just one, but that was the one that I talked about. Oh shit. Well, hey, you brought a story. You're setting a good example for the kids or whoever the fuck listens to this. I don't know. Max has probably got fellow pedophiles listening to this shit. I don't know. Fuck you. His <laughs> ring of people. I'm sorry, Max. I'm sorry to open that door for you, man. No, I thought that it was one funny. hurt you to say to him. 
It's all Dude, good. It, it did. It did. When I, when I, oh man, as soon as I realized I was going to say it, I was like, whew, here we go. <laughs> here we fucking go. <laughs> but I did a podcast. Uh, oh man. I, I did a po- I did someone else's podcast maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it was this woman who is like in her forties and she's married and talks about married life. And I don't know if she really looked me up and like saw what I do, but yeah. I was like, make sure you know what I do before you ask me to come on because I, I'm not going to not yeah, be, you're gonna be your yourself. Podcast. You're not going to form her podcast. Yeah. And her name was like, I, I don't know if I should say it. it's fine. Her name was Dana D a Y N a. Um, and the first joke I made on the podcast was, she was like, Hey Greg, welcome, welcome to our podcast. And it's sort of like test the waters. I said, Hey Dana, thanks for having me. By the way, um, has anyone ever told you that your name could also be the name of a hurricane? Like Dana could be a podcaster or the name of the hurricane that takes out Toledo. <laughs> and she did, she did not like that. Really and that is. kind of set the tone, the rest of the podcast. Oh, so man. I appreciate that I can come in and be myself, roast you guys, have fun. And, uh, and we can, we can still hang out and be friends. Oh, fuck yeah, man. No, this was one of the most unique episodes I think we've ever had. I mean, we've had some fucking characters on here. Well, you overshot the expectations I had for you. I don't know where I had the bar set on you, but I was like, how's he going to present this? But that was very professional. I fucking thought, prime. Like, yeah, Thanks, I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to show that to like all my fucking friends, Greg. Like this guy fucking roasted me. I don't know. <laughs> you, got, you guys are in, in New York and Vermont. Is, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, next time I'm out there doing stand up, I'll let you guys know you'll have to come. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, big uh, stand up uh, scene in Vermont. Big stand up scene. <laughs> yeah, really. No, I feel like I want to roast Max now. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Greg, we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, but where, where can people find you before we get out of here? Yes. For sure. Yeah, find me on Twitter at Greg, unders- at Greg underscore Capra. Yeah. Um, Good follow. On, on Instagram at uh, the Greg's Benedict. Which is a terrible pun on the. Ex- you don't like it in captions, but an Instagram handle's different. Yes, it, uh, <laughs> it's not great. I should probably change it, but we're we're in too deep now. Um, yeah, or just you know, search me online. My podcast is called The Weather's Crazy Podcast with uh, my co-host Jack, and we release weekly uh, on Spotify and uh, and Apple Podcasts. We'll have to have you guys on as guests, by the way. You guys would be great. We love it. Oh, okay, man, we'd love that. We love guests and whatnot. I, I'm excited to meet the more like uh, the uh, women pleaser, the you know what I mean, on the show. The Jack, the, the, the better, like the better half. Yeah, he might be. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he is. He's great. So we'll, we'll have to all uh, we'll have to all do something good. But all right, Greg, appreciate you, man. Uh, me and Max are out of here. Wingers, make sure you're subscribing. Uh, rating, reviewing, follow us. You know the deal. Subscribe to him too, goddamn. <laughs> Bye. Bye.